Glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. Father Basil and Lovovani again. Hopefully everyone's doing okay where they're listening from. So today I want to talk about the corporal works of mercy. Uh, the other day I talked about the spiritual works of mercy. And uh, before that I talked about the vices our passions, the deadly sins, and uh, their opposite virtues. And before that, I talked about um, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, fruits of the Holy Spirit, theological virtues, cardinal virtues. And before that, I talked about the commandments and sacraments. So hopefully you've been enjoying these talks I've had the last uh, few, a month or so. So, to the corporal acts, works of mercy, this is from the Gospel of Matthew 25, 31-46. This is where it comes from. And remember, uh, Jesus is going to judge us in what we do in this life. And these corporal works of mercy are showing our love for other people. You know, we, we often make excuses why we don't help others. We tell, we say that others are too lazy to work for themselves. Others should be, you know, have more better work ethic. They could get their own money to buy things. We hear all these excuses in society today. But at the last judgment, we are going to be judged for how we um, loved or did not love the rest of the people in our world. So it's important to remember these corporal works of mercy as was talked about at the Last Judgment in the Gospel of Matthew when Jesus could judge us for what we've done and not done. And... Um, so let's let's just talk about them a little bit. Number one, to feed the hungry. Well, it's very straightforward. Uh, when people are hungry in this world, when people are starving, it looks bad upon all of humanity. Because Jesus, gave, God gave us enough in this world to feed everyone. There should never be starvation. There should never be hunger for anyone. There is enough resources to feed every single person in this world. But because people, a lot of people are selfish, it doesn't happen. You look at all the different uh, famines that happen in the world, and a lot of those famines were man-made. is because the governments, the societies around there just were almost like punishing other people. You look at the Ukrainian Holodomor, you know, the, the forced genocide from the communist government upon the Ukrainian people. Um, and look at other famines around the world. Most of them are man-made. There should never be a where people go hungry day after day after day. The next one, to give drink to the thirsty. 
the same thing. We should have clean water around the world. We should have, you know, resources where people are not dying of thirst. And, uh, you know, we, we uh, this goes a little bit into the environmental uh, side of things and pollution and all that stuff. And that's a, probably a topic for a different day. But, again, we have to care for one another in this world. To clothe the naked. Again, um, the, there should be there should be enough clothing resources on the world so that everyone has um, has the clothing they need for the weather they live in. You know, and if we're in a very cold climates, like in Canada, where it gets very cold in the winter time. Uh, well, the, we have, you know, shelters, we have food banks, which is good for those who are less fortunate than us, but there are still people who unfortunately do not have very much compared to what the most, uh, most of society here has, and they have trouble finding the, the right clothing for the, their, for what they have to live for for their temperature that they live in. So that's why we have, you know, food banks, clothing banks, you know, clothing drives to help those who are less fortunate than us to shelter the homeless. Yes. Another one. Why are there homeless people in the world? Um, this is This is a tough one because our world depends so much on money. And if you don't have money, you are, <laughs> you are uh, not in a good situation. You can't work for any reason. If you're injured, if you're ill, if you're sick and don't have the social support, don't have family support, you are in a bad situation. So to help those find homes, to find somewhere to live is also a part of our duty. And thank God that in, in our North American countries or Canada for sure, there are organizations that help families find homes and uh, social programs for that as well. To visit the sick. Now this is, this is uh, one that everyone could be doing. You know, it's really amazing as Christians, we don't think of this. You know, there are so many people in our world who want to visit, who want to, you know, share stories with someone else, who are lonely, who are, you know, just in a bad situation. And... It is our duty, not just the priest's duty to do this. Everyone thinks it's only the priest that should do this, and that's so wrong. Everyone has the responsibility to care for one another, to visit each other when they are sick or are in different situations in life where they can't get around. We need to help one another. Six, to visit the imprisoned. 
Well, this is a little tougher one because we are often, we are often uh, scared of those who commit crimes. We are scared of those who are deemed criminal in our society. But yet, we still have to care for them. We still have to love them. You know, it's it's so easy to turn our backs on people who have come, you know who have done things against society that people deem wrong. And yes, they are being punished, and they they might deserve their punishment in the in, in their societal sense. But spiritually, they are still children of God. They are still children. God made them in His image and likeness, so they 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 need to be respected. They 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 still have souls. We still have to help them. Their souls be be uh, to to repent. We need to help them to repent and and help them gain the heavenly kingdom. And finally, the last corporal work of mercy is to bury the dead. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, of course, as a priest, I do funerals all the time. That's part of my job. But, you know, to pray for the dead, that's, that was, I talked about the other day in the spiritual works of mercy. We, need to pray constantly for both the living and the dead. We need to show our compassion to others. We need to show our love for one another. And to bury the dead means that we are giving them a respectful funeral. We are giving them uh, you know, respectful gathering of family and friends where we remember their lives, we remember their, their, um, caring about one another. And we, we just, uh, we make sure that everyone is treated respectfully in this world. So it's so important to bury ashes to bury uh, people when they die don't you know one thing we have to remember do not keep ashes in your home in your wherever you keep them that is so disrespectful we need to bury the dead because we come from the earth the ashes must return to the earth as God commanded. Okay? So just please bury the people who have died. Do not keep their ashes forever as some people do. It is very disrespectful to do that. Okay? And um, that's pretty much it for the corporal works of mercy. God bless you. Have a good day.